0: blaze on demand this is ben weingarten of the blaze books and today i'm joined by kimberly guilfoyle author of the new book making the case how to be your own best advocate as you probably already know kimberly is one of the stars of the fox news channel serving as the co-host of the five and as part of the rotating panel on outnumbered kimberly also regularly appears on the o'reilly factor hannity and several other programs Prior to her career in broadcast television, Ms. Guilfoyle served as an assistant district attorney at the San Francisco and Los Angeles district attorney's offices, hence the title, Making the Case. Mm -hmm. Kimberly, thanks for joining us.
1: It's a pleasure to be with you, and I'm, I'm really excited about doing this interview and reaching a lot of people.
0: Kimberly, what motivated you to write this book at this time?
1: Well, I certainly was motivated by trying to give back and pay it forward. I feel like I've had the blessings of having amazing parents in my life that really believed in me, that fostered my own self-esteem, my educational development, self-confidence to be able to strive forward to pursue my passions and my interests. And certainly after my parents passed, I wanted to do something that would honor their legacy. And also they raised me to say that, look, this life is not about you. It's about other people. With that in mind, writing a book that is impactful, that is very revealing and has a lot of vulnerability and showing the different paths that I've taken in my life, the triumphs, the trials, the, you know the tribulations, all packaged in one thing so that hopefully there's something in there for everybody that they can draw on or be inspired on to know that they're not the only one going through some of the things in their life that they're experiencing, whether it's trying to start out and find a career that you're passionate about, having the courage to change careers. And I do in the second half of the book, a lot about personal relationships and at home, about avoiding family drama, about honoring the friendships that you have surrounding yourself with people that are positive. Um, Our chairman here is fond of saying that negative people make positive people sick. So I tell people, examine your life. Who are you surrounding yourself with? Are these people that are helping bring out the best in you? And also similarly, if you are, I believe, like kind of an algebraic equation, which you do to one side of the equation, you must do to the other. You must have balance between professional and your personal life, if you're doing well at work and you're feeling good about what you're doing, it's going to have an impact at home with your family, with your loved ones, to have a more fulfilling experience. And similarly, if you're not happy at home, it can impact the quality of what you're producing every day and your interaction with your co-workers. So you have to deal with the whole self in terms of that. So that's why the book is split in that, in those two ways to be able to kind of address the, the whole person, the individual versus just part.
0: You used the phrase uh, just a minute ago, pay it forward. Mm -hmm. One of the things that I think is interesting and insightful and might be missed at first glance when you look at your book is your book is about personal advocacy to advance in your career, in your personal life. Mm -hmm. But in advocating for yourself, you're also serving others. And if you're not serving others, you won't be successful. And the generosity that you provide for others won't come back around unless you do that. So speak a little bit to the idea of this virtuous circle. It really
1: kind of is like the circle of life, right? And of human experience, and that we're all interwoven in this fabric. So when I'm able to be here and do my job and do it well, and be very well prepared, cover all the news, every day is different, I'm able to reach millions of people who are relying on me for a quality news program, to be able to get a discussion of all the issues and ideas. So it's something that is not happening in a static environment. I'm having an impact by connecting with others out there, helping to stimulate their thought process, their viewpoints, maybe encourage them to get involved or do something different with their life. Maybe they hear about the politics and the election in 2016 and they decide they wanna become active in a political campaign or volunteering in their community. All of it can have these little fabric and connections to one another uh, coming from a central nexus. And I like the idea of that, just as I liked when I was working as a prosecutor, being able to reach people and being a prosecutor you have tremendous power and influence to go through the cases, be thorough, to seek justice in its purest form. Every case has its worth. And as a DA, you're able to evaluate all the facts, the circumstances, take a strong look at the investigation, determine what is an appropriate charge determine what is an appropriate sentence, all of those things go into it. I felt very good about what I was doing as a prosecutor when I went to bed at night, when I woke up in the morning, and I feel that way about what I'm doing here at Fox News as well. And, and with this book, so the book is an extension of me and of my life, the legacy of my parents, and of how to be your own best advocate, how to be able to make the case, how am I able to make the case for myself, and now being able to translate that into a teachable moment for other people to be able to make the case for themselves and then pay that forward. So it really um, has this kind of cyclical connection where one person can do it and then you reach out and you help and you show others. And I think that's really important.
0: That was a perfect sort of leading statement into my next question, mm-hmm. which was gonna be one of the constant voices that you hear in the book is your father's mm-hmm. voice. And you talk a little bit about his military background and, and work ethic. How did that influence you in your career, starting from when you worked in Adele through mm-hmm. today at Fox News? Yeah,
1: my dad was always so passionate about me having this tremendous amount of purpose and self-confidence and working hard. He believed that great things were possible through hard work. And when I was little, when he'd say to me about making the case, say, Kimberly, go to your room, put together your best facts, arguments, etc. Come back to me and make your case. Never be afraid of the no. The worst thing that can happen is I'm going to tell you no. Maybe you're going to be better prepared next time. Maybe you're going to come up with some more creative or compelling arguments. And it was important because here was a man that was an immigrant, had come out from Ireland, and his wife had to die. My mom was only 37 at the time, and I was 11. And he had a very strong sense of responsibility to carry forward the lessons that my mother had been teaching and working with my brother and I. So I saw this in the way my father lived his life and the amount of hard work that he did, the number of like jobs and working overtime, anything he could to be able to provide for my brother and I. So I had the best coach you know, in my father and I actually still hear his voice and think about it when he's coaching me forward now with the lessons and the way, the life example that he showed me and the everyday way that he handled himself and his relationships with other people about being incredibly present so that when he was with you, you felt like you were the most important person in the world and that he was really listening to you, that he actually heard you. And that has become just a very valuable lesson for me that I've been able to follow in my own life, whether it's in parenting my little boy Ronan, whether it's connecting with viewers or listeners, whatever I'm doing in my life, I really try and be involved and engaged and present. People can feel it. And that's why I think the five works I think it works with my analysis, my commentary on television. People feel they're getting a piece of me and that I'm giving all of myself to them, which I am. I'm not a mail it in kind of gal.
0: It also works pretty well for Bill Clinton, although he wasn't genuine like you are about it. (laughs) One of the things that I found really important in your book was you're speaking to the merits of an internship, even an unpaid internship, even mm-hmm. finding someone who works at a company and trying to get your foot in the door no matter how you can. And you did this sort of in your own life, yes. going for a prosecutorial
1: job or an Absolutely. legal role. Speak a little bit to the Absolutely. value of that. Absolutely. So with the whole idea of being able to make the case and be an advocate, my father said, you know, pursue those goals, pursue those dreams. So whether it was me applying for a job, working in a delicatessen with Mr. Kim where I had to make the case. That I would be the best choice for a manager of a deli that was brand new that opened, was in a really nice um supermarket that it opens in a great area, even though I had no prior experience working in the deli. But I had been making sandwiches all kinds of places, especially raising and taking care of my little brother after my mom died. So then I went in there and I put forward this whole thing. My dad loved it. I went and he was do your research, do your homework, go to the other delis. So I wrote down all the prices, I lowered my prices by five cents by a nickel, which at times seemed to be good, so that, hey, come to me, our sandwiches taste better and they're more affordable, right? Uh-huh. So that's the type, type of thing. And then when I went to go apply for the DA's office, same thing, how could I distinguish myself? There was an internship program It was the narcotics prosecution, But then that program became full, but I was able to connect and penetrate and make a connection with one of the men that was top DA in the office, Michael Hartman, who went on to be a, a UN war crimes pr- uh, prosecutor. And I just went everywhere with him. I mean, he knew how passionate I was about being a prosecutor. So I didn't give up, like, oh, this program's full, let me try it another way. You've gotta be able to pivot, you've gotta be able to try. You can't sit there and be worried about, oh, I'm embarrassed, I didn't get this, or I'm, I don't wanna fail, uh, what will people think or say? No, what would you think and say about yourself if you didn't even try? And you can have those impactful moments in life where you connect with someone and they can tell, they can feel your passion and your desire about how much you want that position how much you want to be there to learn to grow from them and have that mentoring position so i started working in district attorney's offices when i was in college at uc davis i volunteered the Yolo county district attorney's office i was a consumer fraud intern and i went in there and i took that job very seriously i was also had you know full load like full load of the academic units plus i was working at the local closed time store to make money you know and so that i could also do the internship that i like that's the kind of thing that I was doing. My father encouraged me to do that. He wasn't like, well, maybe you're taking on too much. He knew that I would be able to make a value judgment about how far I was extending myself and also about not passing up opportunity. Some of these things, they pass in front of you. Don't assume that ship's gonna pass right in front of you again and you can get on. You've got to max it out and you've got to always be, like my military friends oh, or talk about, you know on target, like moving on target. I always think about moving, getting to the X, like what it is that I want to achieve and get, and what are the steps specifically that I need to take to be able to make that happen. It's that type of thing that I think about every day and I also advise other people
0: about. I was actually uh, talking with Brad Thor about your book and, and, and he was saying that the military guys all love you and that you're such a great advocate for them. What do you think are the two or three sort of lessons that the average person can take from someone in the military and apply to their own lives and careers?
1: I think it's a strategic planning, number one, where they literally go about, they don't just run into something and run in and just hope it's gonna work out. They actually do a tremendous amount of preparation. There is complete mission focus and about the target objective. What are we trying to achieve? Also, team work. Don't be afraid to ask for help. You can have some of your strongest moments working together with the team. Be realistic about your goals, be realistic about your skill set, and don't be afraid to get somebody else in to help you get to that point. That, I think, is very important. In the real world, you can apply that And hey, well, I'm looking for a job. Who has a connection in this field? Who can help mentor me? Who can I help work with to be able to get some extra experience and make that connection? I think that's very important. And then a sense of duty uh, and loyalty You know that hey i'm going to be your best person that you can have standing by your side i'm going to have your back and as military guys say i'm going to have your six that there's certain simplicity and beauty to statement like that you know that you're covered you know that you're protected you know that somebody is there pushing for you rooting for you and they're looking out for you i think it's fantastic
0: lawyers sort of get a a bad rep i think uh, among a lot of people in the country sometimes with good reason other times not i think you would probably agree with that statement but what, what are the skills that the average person can take away from a prosecutor, both in terms of substantively and also from a demeanor, a style perspective?
1: Mm-hmm. Um, well, lawyers, okay, so here's the deal. I have People who ask me all the time say, oh, um, should I go to law school? Listen, I think becoming a lawyer, sure, you could, there's a lot of different jobs you can do. However, getting a legal education I think is a great idea. I'm not saying everyone should do it. If you know what you want to do already and you're focused in a different direction, great. There's people that say listen I'm not 100% sure what I want to do well guess what having a degree like that, getting the education, training your mind it's like sharpening a knife you're using it constantly there it develops critical thinking and ability to process a tremendous amount of information in a very short period of time. These are amazing skills to be able to utilize that's why I'm able to do breaking news like I am that's why I was able to like you know I'm able to do my uh, closing arguments all my cases you know without notes it's that level of preparation getting involved and it started out with law school. It started out originally with my father telling me to make the case, then being able to cultivate and develop that skill set while I was in law school and in internships and working as a district attorney and now working in television, you know, doing everything, you know, news of the day, so talking about the geopolitical arenas, national security, foreign policy, politics, 2016, all of the above. Um, it's it's an exciting field that I'm because I'm able to use all of that. Do I think I would be as good as I am if I didn't go to law who knows? But I'll tell you, it certainly, I think, helped.
0: One of the episodes where you had you have sort of a contrarian lesson that comes out of it is mm-hmm. you talk about when you were looking at jobs in broadcast television and your goal was to have multiple jobs, to have yes. eggs in different baskets, mm-hmm. because you never know, you wanna diversify in your own career. Absolutely,
1: I believe in a diversified portfolio, professionally and personally, until you can make a firm decision, decide, Fill your mind and your life with information and with experience so that you can make excellent value judgments. I love acquiring facts, getting all the information in so that I can then go through it, analyze it, synthesize it, and decide what it is I should be thinking about, what it is I should be feeling, what I should be doing with my time, with my energy, with my focus. That's powerful. Information is power. Someone isn't telling you what to think or do. You are making that decision for yourself based on information that you have personally been able to acquire and assemble. That's power.
0: What does being an advocate at home mean?
1: Being able to listen, to understand, and then being able to act to help. For example, I'm good at in a family unit, kind of bringing the people together, making sure that there isn't miscommunication and kind of connecting the emotional dots. So that if one person's kind of feeling this, but it's based on a misconception or a miscommunication, perhaps they're not aware of how the other, it's like literally just pulling the pieces together, weaving it together. So much of that in life is people, well, I'm feeling this, but the other person doesn't understand they're feeling that way. So you deal, deal with this with in-laws, you'll deal with this with, husbands, boyfriends, you know, spouses, children, being able to kind of pull it all together, avoid family drama. And so much of it I find is unnecessary because people are just kind of locked off in their own little like uh, circles instead of being able to connect and come together and understand. That's
0: So if I'm looking uh, through a bookstore, if anyone still goes to bookstores, I don't know anymore, and and I see your book, what would be your pitch to our audience in terms of what they'll get out of it from a professional perspective and then from a personal perspective?
1: I think it's a book that's going to make you feel powerful about yourself, about life, about the choices you have and the life that you have ahead of you, that it's never too late to have impact in your life, to change the direction, to change the course, your emotion, and your energy so that you feel better about yourself, about what you're doing, that you're not just like breathing and walking and just living on the planet, you are part of it. You are part of the dynamic. You are a powerful life force making a difference. And anybody can apply this book to their life to be able to feel good about yourself so that nobody can chip away or take anything away from you. That there is the great ability to transform your life in a very positive direction.
0: You couldn't make a better uh, case for your own book there.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: So we'll end it right there. The name of the book is Making the Case, How to Be Your Own Best Advocate, and we've been speaking with its author, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Kimberly, thanks so much for joining us. For, me. for more on this and other books, you can visit The Blaze Books at www.theblaze.com books and follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash The Blaze Books and Twitter at The Blaze Books. You can follow me on Twitter at bhwinegarden.